From the Grindhouse Recording Studios in Long Island City, New York, in association with Slaughtered Hearts Productions, the one and only Time Bomb Productions presents... Someday a real rain will come and wash all the scum off the streets. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression to sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! You're listening to the End Zone Podcast with Tony Enns, ENZ, and Travis Campbell. Let's listen in, shall we? Welcome to a very special End Zone, where tonight we will be talking about tattoos and hardcore music. It's the End Zone Hardcore Spectacular, fucks. Microphone problems? Are you having problems over there? Why are you holding it like that? I'm good. Oh. Are you good like this? Grindhouse recording room, rocking out the Wizard of Chains, because that's what happens when you get in moves like this. Wizard of Chains is the best new hardcore band ever to come out. I'm playing it on my phone right now, but it should be playing in the background. Oh, yeah, it will be. In fact, let's listen to some now. One day, I opened my eyes I saw the world in a whole new life There are barriers everywhere No one sees They're meant for us Falling in between Life that separates That's their way Friends of the past We all took the night The real life separates That's what the fuck The body is the root Of every fucking war Let's start a class war It could be the last war We'll kill all the last men Or we kill all the best men that is uh, Wisdom and Chains' Class War. There we go. That's it. When did they come out? I don't even remember. Doesn't matter. They're phenomenal. Real bands. Real music. None of this fucking bullshit that's out nowadays. Dubstep. 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 You know what? That stuff is weird. <laughs> Dubstep is weird. Like legitimately weird. It's all electronic now, though. That's what everyone's into. Are there electronic hardcore bands? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe we should start one. That wouldn't really be hardcore, though. It'd be electronic. Yeah, true. I had an argument the other day with a with, with someone that both of us know <laughs> about about the genius behind the slow, deep, and hard type of negative album. Ah. And the response that I got when I said that the album was amazing and genius was, this album sucks. <laughs> and I have never wanted to put somebody's head through glass more than I did at that moment in time. How can you sit there and say that the typo negative slow, deep, and hot album sucks? Yeah. It's a masterpiece. Ain't no thing. I don't know what you're doing. You stupid one. 
unbelievable how good that album actually is. And uh, Peter Steele wrote it in one night. What? Yeah, that's what I read. That's not true. That he was uh, bitter over a breakup and he got drunk on wine and wrote the whole album in one night. That's definitely not true. <laughs> it's impossible to be true. It makes for a good urban it legend. It makes for the... You know what? I'll say this. I'll say he may have wrote some of the majority of the songs in one night. Like maybe um, Jackhammer and uh, I Know You're Fucking Someone Else and Kill You Tonight and... You know, maybe like those were all in the same night, but there's no way he wrote that whole album in one night. He didn't write all those songs and then randomly write fucking uh, uh, Socio Parasite. There's no way that he was. He was. You can't. It is impossible to put yourself in a political mood if you are heartbroken. That's true. If you're writing heartbreaking songs, then that's what you're writing. But you are not going to switch it on and off and be like, oh shit, I just came up with this really good song about welfare. <laughs> it's impossible. It just came to me. You know, I just realized I'm getting <laughs> fucked up on Clawson Avenue, smoking crack and drinking booze. Get fucked up on Clawson Avenue, smoking crack and drinking booze. <laughs> no. You don't write that and then say, I know you're fucking someone else. <laughs> Maybe he was writing, uh, wrote that song with Agnostic Front or for Agnostic Front. That makes more sense. I would, yeah. That makes so more if it sense. was a leftover from that album, that's a different story altogether. Yeah. But there's no way you go from writing <laughs> no. about killing your girlfriend who you hate because she fucked you over to that song. No way. Like I said, doesn't make any sense. So how did the argument end? It ended with me saying, shut it off. I don't want your opinion <laughs> anymore. I sacrificed me listening to one of the best albums so that this person would just stop talking. That's how it ended. Sounds stressful. Stressful. You have no idea. Then I had to listen to house music. Ugh. Horrible. Doom, 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 boom, boom, boom. It's like bad porn. <laughs> There's no soul to it. It's a, it's a fucking machine, basically. Exactly. No feeling. No. Unless you have many, many, many opiates running through your veins. True. I guess. Maybe for a night. Yeah. But there's people that are really into house music. I don't see how. I don't either. Like I said, I, but you know, I, I, I never understood house music. Like I never understood the appeal of it. I, which is weird because I actually understand like certain like, like. Believe it or not, I can understand the appeal of freestyle music. <laughs> like fucking Stevie B and fucking yeah. TKA. Like, I get that. I don't know why. I do. It's because house music is so produced and just... It's overproduced. Well, yeah. There's no... There's like, so like hardcore and punk, you know, you get like that real gritty, like real deal feel. Like, you yeah. Know, if you get and you know a good hardcore song, like if you get a good one, like it, you'll like you can get the music and the vocals, like the lyrics, yeah, fucking like get you get that good feeling. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot. Of, like there's a few of them that are out there that I, like as soon as I hear them, I'm like, damn, this song is badass. <laughs> I don't realize. I don't think they realize what they have here. This <laughs> one's good, but you know. Not every, not every band can pull that off. Right, so, yeah. You know, it's a few and far between kind of deal. 
Yeah, and hardcore is not even in the mainstream anymore, so it's better off. Yeah, it's gotten it's back underground. No, that's not to say that these guys shouldn't make money off of it because, right. like I said, I would prefer to listen to almost any hardcore band over any mainstream band. Oh yeah, but it's better off that it's not so popular. So you think it was a bad thing in the '90s when it was very popular? I don't know. It's hard to say because, like, a lot of there's different ways to look at it, and I'm sure, like, that's one of those conversations that, like, you know, it's <laughs> hardcore, and then like you get everybody's opinion, and you know, do you really want everybody's opinion? You know, what I mean, like, it's hard, yeah, it's hard yeah. to say, you know, because some people, like, I have I have good good friends of mine that you know will have arguments over it because their idea of hardcore is not my idea. Of hardcore, right? You know what I what I can what I consider to be like the real hardcore bands. They think are jokes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah. and they like bands that I'm like, that's this is a fucking this is stupid. You know what I mean? But yeah, every yeah. now and then, like, there's something that comes out that it you know you can just tell like it's a bigger than yeah they expected yeah, totally. it to be. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to you know. It's a culture, right? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, exactly. It's not just the. You know what though? That's a that's a cop out. I hate I, I'm not what? I'm not I hate when people say like, you know, like it's true to an extent when people are like, hardcore man, it's not just music; it's a way of life. <laughs> like, all right, yes, it is, but do you understand what way of life it is? Because yeah. a lot of people don't realize like hardcore. Is from the streets. Yeah. It's, it's a struggle thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to begin with, just so you know, majority of the guys out there today that are hardcore would have never lasted when hardcore started. Right. Hardcore started because a bunch of guys, sorry, a bunch of kids basically. Yeah, yeah. Teenagers were running the streets over the Lower East Side in New York. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And this was back in like the 70s when shit was rough. <laughs> you got to be a tough motherfucker to be doing that shit. You know what I mean? Right. So you had guys like Roger Murray and Vinny Stigma and Paul Bearer and fucking Jimmy Gestapo. These guys, you know, they lived on the street. You know, they didn't have homes. You know what I mean? Right. Some of them were homeless. They didn't really have, you know families they had each other you know that's yeah, where yeah. it grew that's where it started like that was where it was at its rawest you know what i mean and if you can't hear that in the recordings then you don't know what hardcore is about it's the end zone hardcore spectacular fucks
Nowadays, it's so much different from when I got into it. True. And one of the things that I can remember about, you know, growing up, you know, in the hardcore lifestyle was tattoos. Yeah. Now, I remember when I was a kid, you know, like a little kid, you know, seeing guys with tattoos and thinking, man, that's fucking cool. I mean, in my head, you know, that's really cool. My father had a tattoo, he had one tattoo, and I always thought it was, like, the coolest thing. You know, so the minute that I had my chance to go out and get tattooed, I did. You know, yeah. I, mean, I took it, and I ran with it, and now, you know, here it is, you know, fucking 20 years later, I'm covered in tattoos, you know, from my fingers up my arms, you know, chest, back. Legs. I own a tattoo shop. You know what I mean? Like so. Yeah, I was going to mention that. It's, you know, I, it's you know, it's a part of my life. It yeah. always has been. But I don't understand how some of these kids are coming out. Like, like I said, if I if, if I was to just show you my tattoos right now, like if I wore, I mean, obviously my hands are done, but if I wore a long sleeve shirt, you would know I had tattoos, with the exception of you know my hands. Right. Um. But I've covered. I have my, you know, I have full sleeves. You know yeah. what I mean? I have, like I said, I have my chest. I have pieces, big pieces on my legs. I got stuff on my back. You know what I mean? My ribs. So I, I, but I still have a lot of room left that I can fill up. Like I still have my stomach. I still have, you know, uh, a lot of pieces that I can do on my legs. I got a lot right. of room on my legs. I got a little bit like under my arms. You know? So like I have room left to put tattoos. So I'm not. I want to get some riskier tattoos in terms of like the placement like I want to do my neck yeah um in the future I personally would like to do my head <laughs> um but I'm not gonna run out and do it right now when I still have plenty of other room that I can fill up you know what I mean right and I see nowadays these kids the first thing they're doing is going out and they're tattooing their neck like their whole neck like they I've noticed that too throat, yeah in their neck and then their heads, their faces, <laughs> their hands, and then taking their shirt off, and they have nothing. <laughs> There's not one tattoo on this kid's arm, his back. It's like nothing. Like, you just jumped right to the fucking... Yeah, big time. Biggest fucking dumbest tattoo you <laughs> can get. And now, listen, I mean, if you have tattoos, you can say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you right. can call out, like, you got your fucking face tattooed? Like, you, <laughs> you're crazy. But I can say that. I have tattoos. I own a shop. Like, I'm allowed to say that. Well, fucking Joe Schmo, who doesn't have any, you can't say shit, motherfucker. You don't know nothing. But, like, for me to, like, call somebody out on that, like, I know a lot of guys that have it done, but they already have, like, almost full bodies. Like, so they're out of room. Like, you got a <laughs> tattoo. All you have left is, like, you know, your, your head and your face. But right. these kids are doing it these days. Like, you fucking, you know, my mother, like, my friend... My friend uh, Fi, he he actually owns a shop out in Queens. Um, he used to say, whenever like he would see somebody with face tattoos, he's like, you know, my mother had a word for that. 
What was Somebody it? Somebody that got ta- like got their yeah. face tattooed. And that's what I said. What was the word? He's like, your mother probably used it too. Well, what was it? I'll tell you. A dummy. <laughs> a dummy. And I, you know what's fucking funny? It's true. My mother used to say the same thing about people that did stupid shit. You're a dummy. <laughs> so you let me get this straight. You went and got a tattoo. Your first tattoo you got was on your face. <laughs> You're a fucking dummy. You're a dummy. Good job. Get, get, I can't wait to see you get a career with your fucking face tattoo. True. But not then, saying that maybe that that should hinder somebody from getting a job. Just because you have tattoos doesn't mean that necessarily like you can't do a job. Right. But obviously, in some places, they're more acceptable than others. Yeah. I was gonna say tattoos aren't matter. necessarily acceptable on Wall Street to have your fucking face tattooed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just the, that's just the you know, that's just the animal. That's just the way it is. Well, do you do you watch that show Ink Master? No. Okay. I do not watch tattoo TV. What about your shop? Do you see a lot of between the new school and the old school? Like, uh... In terms of what? In terms of, like... Like, um, when I'm watching these shows, they... Because I have a mixed... I have a mixed crew over there. They're battling between, like, new school and old school. Like, you have a lot of old school tattoos, but the new school looks like anime, big eyes, Well, like like I said, I have... uh, At my shop, like, I got one guy there. This guy, uh, Jay Gates, he... He's a, you know he's excellent when it comes to like anime and yeah. like um, you know some of that like crazier like you know the like the Japanese drawing right like, like he's into that stuff so he actually is very good at it you know in terms of tattooing it but then I got a guy like the guy um, uh, Al just Al he is. A traditional tattooer, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. his, his, that's his niche. Like he's, he's, re, you know, he give you an anchor or a fucking, <laughs> you know, a, a sailboat, or, or, right. you know, like a a mom tattoo, a, a pinup girl, you know, like a man's ruin. Yeah, mom right. with a heart and a ribbon, right. like, and he'll give you a good fucking tattoo. You know what I mean? Like it's classic shit. Like it's the classic style, and he's good at it. You know what I mean? And then like I got a guy, you know, who's my partner, the guy John John Farrick. He can do. Anything. He's been yeah. tattooing for 13 years. You know what I mean? Like, he's 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 good at it. He, he can do portraits. He can do Japanese sleeves. He can do classic. You know, he can... He can. He actually recently started doing these um, color portraits. Yeah. Which, it's wild. He did one on, you know, on, like, you know, because he did one on a guy. It's a Salvador Dali. Oh, cool. Wild, wild. Yeah. Really, really nice piece, you know. But, like, I'm just I mean, you know, he's, he's very rounded in... All that stuff, you know what I mean? And then we got guys that are still learning there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, they, you know, they're picking up from what everybody else has to offer. You know, so it's a little... It's, it's like a it's mixed a, bag. It's absolutely a mixed bag, but it's good to have that. Right. Because, you know, I, I don't have to turn anything away. That's somebody cool. comes in and says, I want a portrait. I have a guy that can do a portrait. Yeah. And somebody comes in and says, they want anime. I have a guy that can do anime. Yeah. You know, I want biomechanical. I got a guy that can do that. <laughs> I want tribal. Eh, we don't do that. hey everybody if you want more tony ends and let's face it who doesn't check out the endzone.com for all the latest news full episodes and if you're on the go check out our quick shot mini podcasts they're bite-sized episodes with all the attitude you can handle and if you have an idea or topic you want tony ends to shout about email us at the endzone at gmail.com Hey, it's better than shooting up a school of your coworkers. That's theendzone.com. The end zone.
So you see a lot of young people coming in just going for the neck right away? Necks. It, it's a, it, the neck, the fucking, the neck, the hands. It's just, it baffles, it's baffling. I don't understand it. Whereas, like, before, more traditional people would probably start with their arm, right? Or I start on my arm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm an idiot. <laughs> whatever. Well, you can hide them more if you need to. I don't want to. Right. You know, that's why I did my hands. You know, I was because literally, like I said, like I could put a long sleeve shirt on. You wouldn't even know I have tattoos. Exactly. You know, but I'm out of room on my arms. So I really don't have a lot left. Like, there's little spots that I can do. You know what I mean? But like, this yeah. Is, no, I can't do big pieces on my arms anymore. It's all little shit. So I said, like, you know what? Like I'm already here. <laughs> Just do the hands while I'm here. Right. You know what I mean, and I, I like I said, I'm, I'm actually working on my legs now. Like, I'm doing stuff on my <laughs> legs, so. You know, once I fill those up and uh, fill my back up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. then, then I'll fucking tattoo <laughs> my head. I'm not going to tattoo my face, though. I'm entirely, oh, man. I'm entirely too good looking for that. Yeah, yeah totally. Like Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> you're comparing me to Mike Tyson right now? No. Just saying his, fa- his Mike face. Mike Tyson's a tough motherfucker. I'm just saying. That would be a good comparison. It is, but <laughs> his face tattoo is hilarious. Well, no. What's hilarious is that it's his, literally. Like, oh, yeah. You use it. Yeah, you that's right. It's his. If you, if you say otherwise, he'll come to your house and beat the shit out of you. I love Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's great. Great boxer. So Don how? Don King ruined him. Don King ruined him. Don King is a devil. Don King is dead. He's not dead. Yeah, he is. Don King didn't die. Yeah, he did. He did not. Yeah, I'm going to Google it right now. Let's see. Don King is dead. Don King is dead. Where the fuck was I when that happened? Let's see. He's not dead. No. Thought he was dead. I told... No, Don King will never die. Who is it that... Don King's very much alive. You're right. He's 81. Yeah, he's still a fucking scumbag. Forget about (laughs) it. Don King's not going anywhere. No way. Don King will outlive all the boxes he fucked over. (laughs) (laughs) Forget about it. That prick... So how is the tattoo business? It's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. It's not what I thought it would be. I really didn't. I didn't. I didn't really think it through. I don't know. But do you like it? I do like it. I like it a lot. I yep. think I like it too much. What's the name of your shop? Inner City Tattoo in Elizabeth, New Jersey. And how long have you been uh, the owner now? Technically, like since I want to say since October of last year. Yeah. But we. Officially uh, partnered up in January. Okay. So it's eight. You know, on paper, it's eight months. Yeah. But um, it's almost a, it's almost a year. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, it's 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 uh, it's just funny because you, you, know, you see the way things work behind the scenes. It's a little bit different than you know you walk. You know, I used to hang out in tattoo parlors a lot. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. a lot of my friends had shops or working shops, so I was in them a lot, but, um... Oh, hang on a second. We gotta take a call. Hello? Hi. Hi. Um, podcasting. Um, yeah, we're just doing a podcast. Absolutely. Wait, my daughter, my daughter wants to say goodnight to me. Okay. Okay. Hey, gorgeous. I love you too. You sleep tight, okay? 
Have a good trip. Bye. All right. Good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I know who you are, God damn it. Good night, baby. What the fuck is now? Now I don't know who I'm talking to. Oh, okay. Bye. And that's how the trip goes. <laughs> And we've reached the end zone. Any final thoughts, Tony, before we wrap up the show? That's I'm not, you know, I'm, right. I'm not going to sit here and claim that I live on the show. I, I never lived on, you know, I mean, like I yeah. fucking, I have a house. You know, I grew up in a house. I had, you know, my parents were divorced, so I had to, you know, go back and forth. But yeah, yeah, you know, I had it a lot better than a lot of other people. But that's not to say that I didn't have my fair share of struggle. Right. It may not have been what the fucking original guys had, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it wasn't like I was living the American dream. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, you could still relate to it. Cause Absolutely. It. Yeah. Well, that's just it. I mean, just because you don't live on the street doesn't mean you don't spend time with her. Yeah. You know, the street's like a funny thing. You know what I mean? So, like, you either you either can or you can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and there's a lot of people nowadays that are claiming that they're, you know, hardcore. Yeah. That... They get eaten alive. <laughs> eaten alive. And that's not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that like as a, as like a tough guy. It's just the truth. Like, yeah. It's t- and, and like the, and you know what I don't understand either. Like back again, back in the day. Like I, I hate saying that. Like oh, back in the day, because this makes me sound like it, it makes me. I feel like it shows my age, which is even funnier because I'm not even that old. You know, to to some of these guys, like if I tell them, yeah, I'm 35, they're like, you're a baby. Yeah, I'm 55 years old. I'm, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm them this old. Like you're a baby. You're not even old. What are you talking about? Right. Tune in next time to another informative, exciting, and funny and hilarious episode of the End Zone E N Z with Tony Enns. ENZ and Travis Campbell. Until next time, folks, take no shit. And though my pocket may be